This is Christian Meditation for a Bigger Life. I'm Dave Cover. I want to help you with Christian meditation and experience God's presence through biblically guided imagination, where you can draw near to God and get the stress and anxiety out of your mind, out of your heart, and out of your body, so you can live a bigger life. Grace Albritton is on our staff at the church where I pastor. She's on our database team, but she's also, from time to time, led breathing meditations with some of our staff teams, and they've really loved it. And I got a chance to participate in one, and my first thought was to have her do a breathing meditation for this podcast. So that's what this is. I think you're going to benefit from Grace's voice and her obvious, deep relationship with God. Of course, like with any episode of A Bigger Life, if this episode is too long for the time you have, you can just stop wherever you need to and pick up again when you have time. I think you're going to like this one, so here's Grace. Welcome, everyone. Before we get started, I'd just like to pray for us um, and pray for you wherever you are in your day. Father God, thank you for uh, today. Thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you, God, uh, for you. Thank you, God, for your presence in our lives. Thank you, God, for um, the truth that is you and how you reveal yourself to us in your word. God, please um, open our minds, soften our hearts, still our bodies, Move us into a space of rest that we can just be with you, that we can surrender our circumstances, whatever they might be, into your hands. God, we love you and thank you for being with us. It's in your name that I pray. Amen. My hope for today is to talk through Uh, Psalm 139 together. But before we do that, I'd just like you to close your eyes, to notice your breath and notice your body. If you're in a space where you can um, sit in a chair or become still lying on the ground, maybe find a comfortable position in that way allowing yourself to notice how your body is, notice how your mind is, notice your heart rate, notice your breath. Just becoming still, not trying to change anything, but becoming aware. So often um, we get so busy in our day that um, we don't even notice how our shoulders begin to creep up or how um, our hips begin to tighten. Our body just begins to hold tension in certain areas, whether it's because of the pace of our day or because of fears within our mind or deadlines we need to meet. Our body begins to Tell us how our mind is, how our heart's doing. So when we can become still and just become aware, it's the beginning of moving into a space of rest and a space of peace, 
which ultimately only comes from God's presence. He can teach us so much through the bodies that he's given us. And so when we become still and um, just begin to notice how he's designed us, it can move us into a space of awe, the intricacy of his creation. So as you begin to notice your body, notice your mind, notice your breath, just taking it all in. I'll invite you into a breathing exercise. We'll breathe in through our nose, nice and slow. And then we'll exhale out of the mouth, letting it all go. On your next exhale, just go ahead and empty everything out. Really feeling your lungs empty, feeling your belly sink closer to your spine, coming to the bottom of your exhale. And from this space, we'll take a nice slow inhale, drawing the air in through your nose, picturing this inhale traveling from the base of the belly all the way up into your chest. Nice deep breath. And at the top, We'll slowly let it all go, picturing the air going out just as it came in. Another nice deep inhale, nice and slow here. Again, picturing that air traveling up into your chest, hold at the top, and letting it all go going out just as it came in. Next inhale, nice and slow, feeling the coolness of the air as it enters your nose. At the top, holding it, taking one last sip of air, and then letting it all go. Noticing the warmth as it exits your body. Now finding a rhythm of breath that feels good to you. Nice, slow inhales. And then nice, softening exhales. Keeping the eyes closed. Or allowing them to rest on one unmoving object, whether that's on the ceiling or out before you. On each inhale, you're focusing on that breath, traveling inwards, noticing how the belly rises and then how the chest expands one fluid motion from bottom to the top of your inhale. And then on your exhale, as you let it go, just begin to draw your mind to those areas of tension that you noticed before we began. Whether that was within your shoulders or your neck, somewhere along your spine, whether it's in the hips, 
the knees, or the feet. On each exhale, picturing that breath traveling to that area. Maybe saying release as you send it there. Not forcing, just encouraging your body to loosen, to settle in, slowing down your mind and your body through these slow, fluid breaths. When I do these breaths on the exhale, I like to picture God's grace going to areas of tension or pain. I like to imagine how his grace covers that area. Or we're told how his grace is always sufficient in our weakness. So when I feel physical limitations in my body, it's encouraging me to, it's encouraging to me to picture how his grace physically covers that area. How he physically meets me in areas of tension or pain how he is always, always sufficient. God, please teach us to be patient with the bodies that you've given us. Please teach us to praise you for the movement that you've given us today, the physical ability that we do have. God, please teach us to surrender our limitations to you they may be used for your glory, that they may be used to draw us closer to you and to cultivate a greater dependence on you, God. Lord, we love you and thank you. It's in your name that I pray. Amen. Continuing with this nice, slow breath, begin to talk us through Psalm 139. As I do so, again, keeping your inhales nice and slow and full and allowing yourself to settle in on your exhales. If other things come to mind, that's absolutely okay. What I like to do is just exhale those other thoughts out. Each inhale, drawing yourself back to your body, back to your breath, and back to God's word. If there are certain things that stand out while I'm reading, feel free to pause and just continue in a time of prayer with the Lord. Staying in that verse or section of Psalm 139, just listening to the Holy Spirit. I'll begin at the end of Psalm 139, verses 23 and 24. David says, Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. 
See if there is any offensive way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Once more, I'll read it aloud. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. there are certain things that stand out to you in these verses, again, feel free to pause at any point and just spend time with God praying through these. I'm so encouraged by David's honesty, his vulnerability before God. However, I didn't know the beginning of this psalm for a really long time. I had heard um, Psalm 139, verse 23, where David asked God to search and know him, to know his heart, to test him and know his anxious thoughts. As someone who struggles with anxious thoughts, I had tried to come to God like this before and just asking him to take them away, to still my mind, still my heart, calm my tense body. But I didn't know the context that David was saying this to the Lord. I'll go to the beginning of the psalm so we can see how he begins his prayer. He says, You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all of my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me, your right hand will hold me fast. 
If I say, surely the darkness will hide me, and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. If only you, God, would slay the wicked. Away from me, you who are bloodthirsty. They speak of you with evil intent. Your adversaries misuse your name. Do I not hate those who hate you, Lord, and abhor those who are in rebellion against you? I have nothing but hatred for them. I count them my enemies. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. When I read this whole psalm together, it made sense in my mind and carried meaning in my heart that it didn't before. See, I read this on a day when my mind was really racing. My thoughts that were filled with anxiety and fear were so heavy that I just wanted to get outside of my body. And in this space, God brought me back to this psalm. And as I read through verses 19 through 22, where David is asking God, if only God, you would slay the wicked. They speak of you with evil intent. Your adversaries misuse your name. It made me think of the thoughts within my mind. The fears that told me that God wasn't good or that I was too messy for him, that I was too far for his grace to reach me, that I had messed up too much for him to use me, the anger and frustration at myself that I continued to fall short in the same ways. As those thoughts continued to build and build, I realized that they aligned with this narrative. That they were telling me things about God that weren't true. It wasn't true of his name. That these thoughts, they were tempting to draw me away from the Lord. And to just make me look inwards and feel sad about the heaviness within my mind and heart. 
And in this space, David says, search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Suddenly, these verses carried greater meaning. It's in this space of heaviness and fear where David is crying out to God for his protection from those who are trying to slay him. Where you are, whether that is external pressures or internally within your mind, wherever the war is, around you or within you. That you can come to God here and be still. That you can come to him in vulnerability and just be honest about what's going on inside. Suddenly I begin to see that I didn't need to have it together for God to draw near. that I could just be honest before him about the conflict and turmoil within my mind and ask him to search me. Ask him to know my heart. Ask him to test me and to know my anxious thoughts. And I could ask him to see if there's any offensive way in me. And I could ask him to lead me in the way everlasting. Begin to teach me that I didn't need to know the way out myself. I didn't need to know how to slow my mind and stop these thoughts on my own. To stop the fears about whatever it may be. But that he is the one who meets us in that space. And he is the one who leads us in the way everlasting. I'm so encouraged by the beginning of this psalm and how David begins it, where he acknowledges that he's formed by God. That God is so wonderful that he can't even begin to know the sum of his thoughts towards David. I love verses 13 through 16. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. For your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them? This section was so beautiful and encouraging to me when I was in that space of intense fear because I knew that God, just as he was sovereign over David, he was also sovereign over me. As the one who formed me, he knows me more than I could ever even know myself. 
in that space of fear and feeling overwhelmed and just not even knowing what was going on in my own mind and body, that the Lord knew and he was near. That he's so intentional in our creation and that intentional closeness and design continues every moment, every day of our lives. His thoughts towards you are so vast and so precious. Were we to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. How amazing is that? The God who made everything was so purposeful and intentional in creating you. His thoughts towards you are good because he loves you. I love before how David asks himself, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? He says, if I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me, and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. This section helps me to pause, to remember whenever I feel far from the Lord, that there's nowhere I can go, that I could flee his presence. Whether we're in the heights, like David says, if he goes to the heavens, that the Lord is there. Or whether we're in the depths, feeling low and heavy, that the Lord is there. Even if we settle on the far side of the sea, that even there, the Lord's hand will guide us. His right hand will hold us fast. If we say, surely the darkness will hide and the light will become night around us, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. This section reminds me of how John opens up his gospel, proclaiming who Jesus is. That he is the word who is with God and was God, who's there in the beginning and yet he was there among them. And John 1.5 says that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. That verse and the connection here in this section of David's prayer and song to the Lord is so encouraging to me.
Because no matter the heaviness that we may feel within us, whether that's in our mind, our thoughts, or in our heart, or our physical bodies, or within our circumstances, what we're walking through, that the Lord's light is always greater, that darkness could never win, even if that's what our sight may tell us that his light is there. He's faithful to bring us into victory on the other side. As Christ was the forerunner before us, he's faithful to lead us into the way everlasting. This is a space where I like to envision Jesus' light within me. The sin patterns that I struggle with, the day-to-day frustrations that I have with myself or others, the darkness that I'm so acquainted with in myself, that Jesus' light is always greater. That he has victory over the darkness around us and within us. The Holy Spirit that dwells within you is filled with the same power that raised Christ from the dead. So in whatever you're walking through, however dark it may feel. Know that Jesus' light is there. That his light would never flee from you. And that his light is greater and more powerful to overcome any darkness in or around you. Coming to the beginning of the psalm, I love how David begins his prayer, and he begins it just talking about God and how big he is. He says, you have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me too lofty for me to attain. I love how he opens his prayer because he acknowledges how God is with him always. 
how God delights in him so much. And he's aware of him throughout his entire day. That the Lord knows when David sits and when he rises. That the Lord knows David's thoughts from afar. The Lord knows when he leaves and when he comes back and rests. The Lord is familiar with all of his ways. God's aware of us in the same way. All the details of our lives that we think are too small to even share with loved ones or sometimes in our busyness that we even miss about ourselves going through the motions that the Lord notices every part of our lives, every area, every area of ourselves. I love verse 5 where David says, You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. I love the acknowledgement of being covered by God. And remembering who God is, that he is the I am. He is the God who was and is and is to come. So in our lives, we can think back to how he's been faithful before. Think back to the mountains he's moved, the prayers he's answered, the presence that we felt. And in the unknown of the present or the future, to know that he's already there. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. In this physical space, as I breathe and rest, and I'm still before the Lord. I'm brought into a space of awe that the Lord sees me and knows me and loves me, that he delights in me even in ways that I don't even know myself, parts of my day that I don't even take notice of, but his eyes are always upon me and upon you too. I'll read through Psalm 139, beginning to end. Nice and slow so that you can continue to listen to your breath and listen to what words or verses stick within your mind. Leaving space for the Holy Spirit to speak to you through his patient teaching of repetition. David says, You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit 
And when I rise, you perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all of my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. If only you, God, would slay the wicked. Away from me, you who are bloodthirsty. They speak of you with evil intent. Your adversaries misuse your name. Do I not hate those who hate you, Lord, and abhor those who are in rebellion against you? I have nothing but hatred for them. I count them my enemies. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Noticing whatever words or verses were repeated in your mind. I encourage you to take some time later 
maybe to read that again. Spending time with God and asking his Holy Spirit to teach you. Asking him to remind you of who he is and of who he made you to be. Thank you for taking this time to read through this psalm together. To remember how big and good our God is in the midst of conflict or fear or the unknown, in our circumstances or even within our minds. To know that there's nowhere we could go. That he wouldn't be there with us. I'd like to close us in prayer. So if you're in a space to close the eyes. Continuing to be aware of your breath. And just being still. Our God, I thank you for this time today. I thank you, God, for um, each person that came to listen. Lord, I thank you for your presence through your Holy Spirit. Thank you for seeing us and being aware of all of the aspects of our lives even the parts of our lives that we don't notice ourselves or within us that we don't even know. God, that you know because you formed us. God, I thank you for this psalm and the encouragement it brings to our minds when we struggle with thoughts that are racing we're fearful. God, I thank you for your word and that you teach us how to come to you, how to surrender our fears to you in prayer, and that you always promise to meet us there. Lord, please search us. Know our hearts. Test us and know our anxious thoughts there are any offensive ways in us. We see it, God. God, please lead us in the way everlasting. Thank you for being with us and for patiently teaching us. Lord, we love you and thank you for loving us first. In your son Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. Thank you for taking the time to be still today as you begin to go throughout the rest of your day. I hope that sections from this psalm or the peace that you felt within your physical body can be carried with you throughout the rest of the day.
Thanks again. Thanks for listening to Christian Meditation for a Bigger Life. If you found this podcast helpful, please give us a rating in your podcast app so others can find it more easily. It really does help. And consider sharing this episode with a friend. Our audio engineers are Diego Huaman and Matthew Matlack. Look for new episodes each Tuesday and Thursday morning.